In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I'm Fagheri Bradshaw. And we are back this week. We have a super exciting interview today with Charles Porch. He's the VP of Global Partnerships at Instagram. And we are talking to him all about his time at the Met Gala. Um, we talked to him about reality stars and their Instagram accounts and how they're monetizing it. It's really, re- really interesting. So I'm super excited for you guys to hear it. Um, and we ask about verifying. So if you oh. have been verifying, trying to get verified, um, listen, because we ask the hard hitting questions for you. Yeah, literally, like he knows all the verifying question was very interesting to me because I I get asked that all the time. And it's like, I don't know how to tell you, but, but they well, I'll just let you guys listen to it. I'll clear it. Yes. But before we get into that, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor and on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. Um, we also have our Bachelor Breakdown newsletter since the show is getting ready to start. There's going to be tons of tea, all of that kind of stuff, any drama, um, anything that is happening in Bachelor Nation. It's all in our newsletter that you can get every week. It's called The Bachelor Breakdown. So go to betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown to subscribe to that. And also we have our... Um, bachelor shop collection which is honestly kind of gorgeous we have our icon tea that has jojo and caitlin and um not andy dorfman on it so make sure you guys go to shopbetches.com and check out our bachelor bachelor nation fashion line and we have a nice little surprise betches had a, a a new little baby no pun intended so if you are listening and you are a mom which i know a lot of you are moms and probably feel frustrated especially in quarantine because i know all of my friends that are moms are going a little bit crazy so betches launched just for you betches mom so make sure you go and follow betches moms on instagram and it's like very funny and truthful things about what it's like being a mom. I know that my friends that are moms are obsessed with it. So make sure you go follow that. And I think, hey, we should just get into this interview. Yes, let's do it. Today we have a V special guest. And speaking of V, he is the VP of Global Partnerships at Instagram. We have Charles here. Hello. Hello. I know I was just telling you this, but I'm just... I'm channeling the Mean Girls reunion, which I watched this week. And I feel like this is the lunchroom. I'm at the, I'm Katie Heron. I'm an innocent kind of like wandering by and I've been like called to the cool table. It's like a huge honor to be here. (laughs) And we're, I'm Janice and we have Damien. So like we are ready. It's complete and I love it. I was just going to say, I was like, I feel like Kay and I are more of like a Janice, Damien, either or. I don't know who is who really. Good point. I'm, I'm, I, there are no Regina Georges here, and I just want to no. be clear about that and amend <laughs> my statement. <laughs> I wish. Never. I wish. Um, happy 10-year anniversary for Instagram, which wow. is today. I know. I cannot believe it. It is today. It's been around for 10 years. I mean, let me give you a fun assignment, anyone who's listening. Go back and look at your first Instagram photo today oh, and no. look at the overly filtered memory 
that is sitting there where you're completely blurry in a square photo. It's a fun little exercise. I mean, not just like overly filtered. It's like filter with like the frame. And I took it in the Instagram app. It's like filtered 100%. with uh, filtered with like the little fake timestamp on the bottom mm. and all of yeah. that. I love we've that. Been, with we've like... been on a whole journey here, right? <laughs> I mean, Listen, um, I still love a filtered photo. 10 years later, I'm still like, go same. ahead and put a filter on that. I, I completely agree with you. I, I do love my filter. It's just some, maybe something a little more subtle at this yeah. point. I mean, the thought of like the bravery of using the Instagram app, like the in-app camera, taking a photo and posting it in, like that is, when was the last time you did that? I mean, I do it all the time because stories. Oh, I'm like, well, exactly. <laughs> No, but I, it's so interesting because I was, was talking about this earlier and kind of the, the difference about where we were and where we are now. It's so interesting because the first generation on Instagram, I'm, I'm going to assume I'm older than you all are because you just look very fresh faced, but it's like the generation that grew up with a camera in their pocket. Yeah. And these I people had a digital are so camera. used to it. There you go. And we're like ready to go, but even a cell phone. And then today we've even moved to a place where it's the generation that grew up with a video camera in their pocket. Like the kids are here. They've always had video. I'm 39. I really had to get used to video. It freaked me out when stories first came out. It's just a whole different playing field. Oh yeah. Every time there's a new thing, I'm like, oh my God, here we go. I have to learn. And Kay is like so good at everything on Instagram. So Kay will be my like go-to. I'm like, okay, what do I, Reels, explain to me what Reels are. And Kay will be like day two of Reels being out like da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And then you do this. (laughs) But I'm like, literally my mom is like, I feel so old all the time. I don't know any technology. I'm like, I am 30 and I don't know what's happening ever. It's, we, every, it's hard. Yeah, everyone needs an early adopter in their life. And if Kate can be <laughs> your early adopter, then it's great. Yeah. I, it's... I I love Instagram. Like I have I started doing stories. So I do all the stories here at Betches. Um and I love making the stories. I have learned I've like I've taught Instagram story classes. Like Stella Artois had me flew me down for the Super Bowl and I did a whole Instagram story First class of all, on like chic by the way, just have to say, like, excuse me. Yeah. I mean, it was like the coolest thing because I have really, you know, practiced this and like found out all the cool like hacks and tricks and like the copying and pasting and stuff that you can do that people don't really know. So you can like make a story look very designed and it's actually just being done in the app. You don't need like Photoshop. You can do all this stuff. You just have to have that eye. And so it was really cool to be able to do that. So I love Instagram story. It is like my baby I swear by it. And we appreciate that. That's what we want to hear. And trend (laughs) alert for you all. I mean, I feel like where the world is going, like gone are the days of that perfect overly filtered photo that's in your feed and like obsessing over your grid and having it be one way. Now it's all about casual, quick, less produced. I mean, you talk about reels. I mean, people are getting super creative, but it's super low production. Um, You know, same with stories. It's all behind the scenes. And it's, the world is moving there faster and faster. And it's really cool to see, especially during COVID times where we're all at home. And, mm-hmm. you know, Miley Cyrus has a talk show on Instagram Makes Live sense. with like a backdrop that she made herself. You I know? know. Well, that's, I, because Ariana Grande has the most followers, right? Of anybody? Is that true? It's Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Actually, yes. But it, I think it goes back and forth. Am I wrong? It could. It could. There could be a little, you know, up and, you know, everyone, Yes. 
Because I, yeah, I am monitored. I feel like Ariana Grande is very close because she had 200 million recently. But the point so of me many. talking about this is she always posts, like, literally, it's like a picture where it's just like a close up of her face. And I'm like, this is like the most pops off. liked thing literally in the universe on Instagram. But- but I think that's the point of it. I mean, you can probably tell me like, it's supposed to be instant. It's Instagram. So people want to see like in the moment, like stuff, they don't want to like, I'm, I'll post like pictures from forever ago, but like the things that work more is like, Hey, I just did this today. Or like, you know, something in the moment that people can really relate to. And they feel like they're following your life because that's why they're following you. And that's what has happened. And I think that's what fans expect now. Yeah. When, so I started Instagram, I guess what? I was at Facebook first. 2012 was the acquisition. 2013, I basically forced myself onto the team because there are only 13 of them. And my job back in the day, I would call a bunch of celebrities and ask them to join Instagram. A lot of people would say no, because at the time, people said, I don't need another social media platform. There's already too much. And now we have a whole generation of people that's used to, like, they expect Jennifer Aniston to be on Instagram and to show you her rescue dogs and her life and that's the expectation and the good thing for the celebrities is that they can speak directly to their fan base and Mm -hmm. that's hyper powerful tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yes you heard that right you can talk to a human on the discover customer service team anytime so the next time you have a question about your credit card call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve limitations apply see terms at discover.com slash credit card we hear that you have some crazy stories about reaching out to these celebrities. Um, is there I, I, any that stand out that you can talk to us about? Gosh, there are so many. I mean, listen, I mentioned Jennifer Aniston, um, and I think we all know where we were the day she joined Instagram <laughs> and broke Instagram. <laughs> Especially like working for batches, things like this. Like literally it'll be like, my phone's going crazy. I'm like, oh God, something happened. And it's literally like Jennifer Aniston joined Instagram. This is not a drill. She already has 5 million followers overnight. In my Verified. mind. Like, I- yeah, of course. I mean, in my mind, there's a giant siren that goes off in the Betch's office and everyone starts scurrying. Yeah. In my mind, that's what it looks like. Pre-COVID. It pretty much Science. is, yeah. Okay, great. Um, no, so, I mean, that's, so very early on at Instagram, I decided, you know what? We're not going to be here to force people on, right? Because in my view, if you're not going to have a good account, don't join. Because mm. it's not good for you. It's not good for your fans. Yeah. And so we're all about people being ready to join And she and her team, by the way, she is the nicest, most beautiful, has rescue dogs, maybe margarita, like dream person you imagine in your mind. And she's even better if you can think about that. So that's the first thing. Um, She made you a margarita? Yeah. Oh my God. Imagine Jennifer Aniston be like, here's a margarita. Now let's talk business. I'd be like, I hope she drugged me because I'll do anything you say regardless. (laughs) I mean, margarita in one hand, petting a rescue dog in the other is is really where I want to spend my time and live my life Um, but you know just answered questions we put her on a training wheels account that was just you know like an account to test things out not under her name obviously but just to learn and she was like this incredible student who just learned how to be good at Instagram and understood the community and how people use it and that's why her account 
is so great today. So that's a really good one. On the, on the other end of the spectrum, I onboarded the Pope to Instagram, which was just like a crazy huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. time. I, I, I think we need that story from like uh, yeah. beginning to end. This is a good story. And I feel this is, first of all, such a big Betches fan. And I think the, the Betches audience will appreciate this. So yes. we were going to Italy because Anna Wintour, who's the editor-in-chief of Vogue, who's just been this huge supporter of Instagram and so good to us over the years, threw a dinner for Kevin Systrom, our co-founder in Milan at Milan Fashion Week. So like Mrs. Prada, I mean, everyone's there. It's amazing. And I thought, okay, well, I'm getting Kevin to Italy. That doesn't happen every day. He's a busy guy. He's not leaving San Francisco a lot. I thought, let's pitch the Pope. I mean, how powerful would Instagram be for him? And, yeah. you know, Pope That's Francis, like the most ambitious thing I've literally ever heard of, is thinking, like, let's reach for the Pope and not be joking about it. You gotta <laughs> swing for the fences, you know what I mean? Not be joking. Uh, you, you guys are getting a little bit of a view into my head and how things roll around here, by the way. There's plenty of misses, too. But we go, we go to, um, to Rome I, through mutual connections. We got an audience for Kevin, so you have an official audience with the Pope. Um, I had been freaking out because the Pope had had a cold the day before and canceled all his meetings. And we were like on the 5.30 a.m. flight to Rome to make this happen. Thank goodness, His Holiness was back in good health. <laughs> I found out a couple days before it's traditional to take a gift for the Pope. So I had the team, we made a book. Cause I didn't know, I didn't know if he had a flip phone. I didn't know if he, knew what Instagram was. Like, I didn't oh know gosh. what the situation what was. What do you so we, get for the Pope? Well, <laughs> let me tell you, you make a book with images from Instagram about things he cares about, refugees, the environment. And I had a calligrapher handwrite what each image was. So, no. yes. So Kevin has the meeting. It goes great. They're in there for 20 minutes. I was like, Kevin, do the hard pitch. And the Pope said he would think about it. A couple weeks later, I'm on my way to work. It's early in the morning. My phone rings. His Holiness would like to join next weekend. Can you come back to Rome? And I, I bribed Kevin with pizza. We went back to Rome. He put, we went to his residence. He posted his first image. It said, pray for me, which is one of his taglines. He wants everyone to pray for him as well so we can do it all together. Gave us a rosary, said thank you. I was like sweating in my suit to make sure everything went smoothly in the background. And <laughs> we got the Pope on Instagram. Wow. That is so wild to me. Like, I, my brain, the way it works, like, the biggest I dream is, like, I went to the Met Gala. That's the biggest dream. I'm talking about you because I know you went to the Met Gala. But I'm like, I would be like, well, that's it. I retired. I'm done. Listen, you just got to keep building and and, and reaching for the next thing. But I actually, the way I think about it is I kind of try to flip it and say, all right, how can we make Instagram more impactful and more useful in people's lives? And you know what? Right. You, like, you, there's a lot of people in the world. They're going to like, it's a, 2020 is the worst. And if you're going through your Instagram feed and there is a, an image or a message from the Pope and that comforts you, then awesome. Like I have done my job is the mm-hmm. way I think about it. Well, speaking of your job, so you are the vice president of global partnerships. What does that mean? Like, let's dig into that. I mean, it means so many things. I all think the things. all the things. I mean, at the highest level, we make sure the biggest people, places, and events in the world have the best possible uh, presence on Instagram. So that could be mm-hmm. anything from the Kardashians to the New York Times to the Olympic Games 
to the Pope. Like I said, we, we cover fashion, fashion brands, um, and everything in between. So we, we make sure that pop culture happens on Instagram, not just what's happening today, but that the next wave of pop culture, all the future trends also happen on Instagram. What yeah. in your, in your mind, what, um, are the biggest like moments from the beginning that helped to turn Instagram into what it is? Like who has been like the people that have kind of like the Kardashians you mentioned who kind of, I think to a lot of people are like the first family of Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually Dylan that works at Betches, I think compiled every account that is related to the Kardashians. (laughs) And like figured out the total follower count or something for something. Unbelievable. But there's like a lot of accounts because they have like Kylie has, you know, 10 different makeup and skin accounts and, and all of them have, you know, millions of followers, but I digress. So what are the, (laughs) yeah, I mean, there's so many in my mind. I mean, listen, so much has happened over the years. There's a few things. I think the first is kind of how all the fashion bloggers became the influencer so the mm. first time we ever did a fashion week uh, thing or partnership, when it was still at Lincoln Center, I set up this little screen in the lobby where people in the shows, you could use the hashtag and your image would show up. And then when I got out there, what I noticed is actually half the images were from the shows, half of them were from street bloggers on the street. Remember bloggers, how that was <laughs> a thing? And then the blogger yeah. became the influencer. Like that was the first thing. And that's how the influencer trend on Instagram started. It was amazing to see. I think the second is making the big announcement on Instagram. So Channing Tatum was the first person to put the first baby photo of his child up on Instagram and reveal that. So wow. remember people used to sell it to People Magazine back in the day? Yes, But yes, he yes. did that. And, you know, we just talked to him to make sure he knew, like, how to do it and how to use the platform. But cut to today, the royal family does it in the UK. You see, like, Harry and Meghan's child is announced on Instagram, and that's just normal. Or the pregnancy announcement, like, Beyonce, the florals, the veil. I mean, who can forget that? Um, So, like, that's a big one. And then we've just been through so many eras. Like, think about the era of the selfie. Like, that's the beginning of Instagram. You think about the Kardashian families. Like, really, that's what social media was to so many people was a selfie. To cut to today where, like, it's all about video. It's all, I call, I say motion is the new filter. Everything moves. And um, everyone expects that kind of behind the scenes, uh, behind the scenes peak. But those are a few of the the things that really popped along the way. I totally agree with you when you say, um, like, video is the new filter because, Um, I've always been, I mean, since I was like in college, I've always been, this is who I am. Like, I've always been like a social media kind of person. And I was like making videos in school and like, I'd put them all up on like my Facebook page. And so now that people are doing videos more and more, I'm like, yes, finally, let's thrive. Let's go. It's so much more fun. You can see an actual person and there's not really, yeah, you can put a filter on it, but it's more of, um, you can see who they really are. Cause there's only so much you can do in a video and um, you can hear their voice and you feel it's way more intimate. It's so intimate and people are getting so creative. I'm still like, I still go back to it. I don't, do you remember at, during lockdown, Lizzo was doing kind of meditations and flute yes. videos on Instagram. Yes. There were these lives and they were hypnotic and so good. And I would just tune in there and the world was kind of falling a, a, apart around us. And it was just mm-hmm. so peaceful. I mean, I just, once again, at, at the beginning of this journey, I just never pictured that we would live in this world. 
And that one of the biggest pop stars would be guiding us through meditation and playing the flute. And her crystals would be there at the center of the table. You know? Where am I? Exactly. Uh, so, and I feel like with reels now, it's so much easier to like edit things in a cool way where like, I am not very technologically, uh, you know, advanced. Savvy. But with reels, I like, I was in Pennsylvania with some friends like a month ago, like at a lake house. And I like showed one of them how to make a reel because he was trying to take a selfie. And the everyone was like, gagged that I did it in like five minutes <laughs> and it's just so much more fun I think then yeah it gives people the opportunity who don't have that aren't you know big social media or like know how to edit videos and know how to do all of these like cool things it gives them the tools so they can do it for and like anyone can do it it's right there it's easy and it's for everyone and absolutely. And I think, you know, that's been part of the secret to Instagram success from early on is that it was such a simple product. Um, and it always has been. And what's interesting to see now is like the whole next generation, once again, generation that grew up with a video camera in their pocket, short form video is the entry point now, right? Mm -hmm. The biggest creators yeah. that are coming out, they're starting with short form video, little skits, lip singing, the dancing, all the things. And now that's going to burst this whole new uh, group of people that are gonna be hyper influential and that's where they're all gonna get their start. And it's fascinating. Yeah. Totally. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I do want to bring up the Met Gala because you brought it up. And I saw on your Instagram, your Met Gala highlights. Yes. Um, <laughs> I basically, we just want to like hear about the Met Gala. I saw Cher performing. I saw Katy Perry like lip syncing directly Katie into your Perry. camera. Yeah. So we just want to hear about. I think that the highlight of my life actually has, well, that's a very strong statement. One of the highlights. Um, is watching an entire room of the most famous people in the world 
lose their mind to share be- <laughs> a singing belief? Do you believe uh, in life after love? Live from the stage uh, with outfit changes. But um, listen, unreal. I, once again, guys, I'm the nerdy kid that has somehow like landed at the cool lunch table in the world. We, um, very early on at Instagram, uh, I noticed that fashion was something that was just really taking hold. And then we, I, over guacamole, ABC Kitchen in, in uh, New York City. I think you're both yeah. here, you know, once again, all right, like restaurants, they'll be back one day. I convinced her to come and run fashion at Instagram and she's incredible. Uh, so Eva Chen really has guided mm. our team through all of that. Went to the Met Gala last year, you know, hosted um, a bunch of cool people at our table. It was my first time going, you know, seeing those iconic steps, seeing the people that really, it's like seeing your Instagram feed all in one room is just mm-hmm. an incredible thing to see, seeing the designers, seeing the, 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 all the creativity. And then also the other cool thing is you're in the Met Museum, like for a yeah. private event. And so you kind of have it to yourself, which is incredibly cool. And then I, got, I have to say the, the best part is waiting for the red carpet. So everyone's waiting there because everyone kind of takes their moment to go up the steps. So it was us and then Gigi Hadid and Bette Midler were right behind us. So we're just chatting, like making small talk. Katy Perry goes by as a chandelier. Like, you know, just these incredible moments happen that you would, you would never think of. And I mean, guys, it's a great room. I think check on that yeah. uh, in life. And Nailed it. I feel like I would have sensory overload. Like Gigi Hadid huh? and Bette Midler, now you're like reaching two different parts of my gay brain where I'm like, ah! <laughs> exactly and to see it all in one place you're right your brain is like going through i i did a lot of deep breathing and i think it really yeah. helped me um and then we also had just a bottle of vodka on our table which like yes. really helped like that things help. uh things move along but it's they do an incredible job it's unbelievable to see and i i bow down to anna wintour and her team for um building that event it's incredible unreal That's- I watched uh, Ocean's 8. If you've ever seen Ocean's 8, the whole thing takes yeah. place at the Met Gala. And I'm like, yes. now there's a whole added layer for me. But someday, okay, we will. Someday. We will, We're going to go. We'll see. Anything is possible, guys. Just keep just keep pounding that pavement. Never. Free. I mean, I am a, I'm like a gay kid whose like, parents are college professors who like onboarded Jennifer Aniston to Instagram and got the Pope on. Like, you just go on your journey <laughs> and you just keep building. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Okay. So our podcast is about like the bachelor specifically, but we do um, obviously talk about reality TV and all that kind of stuff. And is it kind of weird seeing the whole, like if you're joining, if you get on the bachelor show, like it's automatic, you're like, you're going to have Instagram followers. Same with like other reality TV um, stars that, you know, get cast. It's like an instant thought. So if you are on a show, I'm going to have followers. Especially on The Bachelor, it's like a concern of the person looking for love that the contestants are just there because they want to get big on Instagram. Right. Um, that it's, it's insane. So like, what is, um, what do you guys at Instagram think about that? Like, do you guys, you know, see these new reality stars come on and think like, oh, I wonder how they, I, I can't help but think about the followers and how Instagram has turned into such a big, um, uh, such a big drive in the reality TV community. Yeah, I mean, 
It's unbelievable <laughs> to see. I, what, what we've really seen over the years is kind of this transfer of power from like the big organizations and the studios to the individual, right? Mm -hmm. And you can build yourself. So I was an OG, 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 pre-Instagram, pre a lot of social media survivor watcher, right? Love. And, you know, you would see like Elizabeth Hasselbeck got to The View, but everyone else that I used to watch on Survivor, like we don't know like what happened. Whereas now we're in this world on, even if you were just on one season, there's this immediate effect and you build this fan base and you take them on to whatever your projects are. I'm so like, you know, Rachel Lindsay, I'll call her mm -hmm. out. Like, but she, now she's a correspondent and she can yeah. bring you on that journey and her Instagram's all about that. And she's interviewing people and you can build all these other businesses and build them on top of all of that. And it's really cool to see the other place we really see it. I call it the Netflix effect. If you're on a big Netflix okay. show, you explode like an all American, for example, oh. like mm. that cast has exploded or to all the boys I loved before, like Noah yes. Centineo. Oh yeah. Condor. Oh, Lana was at our Met Gala table. Lana. She's so sweet, like so great. And so like, it, like you just watch them pop and you can just tell like this teen show is a hit and they, they grow. Well, that's even, so like for um, RuPaul's Drag Race, they always have, when they announce the, the cast, it's like, uh, 12 minute video or whatever that they'll release. And I always make a point to look at the, cause you can like Google and find out who's going to be on the show pretty much. Yeah. So I'll, if I, or if I know one of the girls that's going to be on, I'll look at their followers right before the announcement and then look like the next day. And it'll be like 200,000 followers from the announcement. And I feel like a lot of young people, especially will wait to look and immediately start um, following these girls. And then, the queens that are good on Instagram and the queens that are not so great on Instagram, it's very uh, evident in their careers. Cause it's like, obviously if they're showing more on Instagram, they get much more popular out of it as well. And mm -hmm. Instagram's where they build their business, right? And so, I mean, the whole, uh, all the opportunities have really changed because, and the Kardashian sh really paved the way because look at all the businesses they've built on top of these individual personalities like Kylie Cosmetics, et cetera. And now even, you know, you'll see creators, they're launching their own merch lines. They're doing all these things and experimenting and you can fuel it right off of Instagram. One with the fan base, two, we're building things like shopping. There's all yes. this branded content and commercial opportunities. It's, you know, it's a whole new world. And this next generation, they are so savvy because there's so much more of a path um, and they've seen it and they've seen it in action. and. You know, if you're if you're good at Instagram, you can just pivot right out of one of those shows and build an incredible business. Exactly. Okay, so when did the let's talk about verification really quick. Sure. When did when did uh, you because I think you guys were the first people to start verifying people. I think we were before not. Twitter. Twitter had verification before we did. Okay. But Instagram's much more exclusive. With Prestigious. Well, that, that's, that's what I hear out oh, of the yeah. industry. When I got verified on Instagram, my friend was like, that's the, like, don't worry about Twitter. Like if you got Instagram first, Twitter will come because right. Instagram's the big one. I mean, like well, I got verified on Instagram back in 2015. I had like under 5,000 followers, but this was before it was like a real, um, it's before what it was today, but I, like I started like a little like nonprofit. And so I ended up getting verified, but now it's like a whole 
like world. I get DMs, people like, how do you get verified? Like, how do you have a connection, this and that? So um, when did it come into the world? And like, is the verification like application process? Is that like a real thing? Yes, I can tell you all about this. So I was on the original verification team and I was one of the people fighting to make it happen in the early days. So I'll rewind back. I'm not going to remember the exact year we got verification, but I'm sure it's out there somewhere on the internet. It's got to be at least five years. Um, So back in the day when Instagram was really starting to grow and we had a lot of really big people on the platform, like remember Rihanna was never at Rihanna. She was bad gal Riri always. The thing is people were getting confused, right? Because a lot of people use pseudonyms or, you know, Billie Eilish was where are the avocados? You know, it's just, you know, (laughs) fans got confused and we didn't want them to be confused. So I said, no, we really need a way to know who the real person is. So people, don't get misled, et cetera. So that's how verification started. Um, verification, we don't, we don't um, publicly say what all of the criteria are because as soon as you do that, people game the system. So you have to oh, keep yeah, a little bit of secrecy. Sure. But what I can tell you is it's a mix of notoriety. That could be anything from like press coverage, what kind of uh, presence you have out there. Uh, another uh, piece of it is can be uh, if you have a lot of uh, imposters, et cetera, people trying to be you and creating a lot of confusion. So we have an equation around it. Um, and over, over the years, we've expanded and expanded um, what verification means. One fun fact, people think it's based on follower number and it's not. Because not. if you think about it, um, well, you don't want it to be because it's also, it's just as important for Rihanna to have it as like the mayor of a small town. Yeah. You don't want people to be misled, but they might have 1500 followers and not, Millions, mm-hmm. so you also and you want can people to be see able to there's find like one. there's like these big um like random meme accounts that are like not verified, but also all their um content is like kind of shady. So it's I'm like, everyone else's content. So it's like yeah. you can't verify these meme accounts unless there's like a real brand behind it. I mean, in my that opinion, was, that was a uh, surprising to learn because I remember seeing like a friend of mine had like. 1200 followers but she was like on a netflix show and was verified and i was like okay so it's not about followers it's about like verifying that you are who you who you are are. exactly and it's you know it's it's hard to have rules that are going to apply to everybody because you don't want different categories of verification and things like that so uh, like we've we've continued to adapt over the years and i mean the best thing and one of my favorite things we ever did was make it public so you can request it in the settings it's completely legit uh, and it goes through review and I highly recommend everyone to use it. Um, and it doesn't matter if you know me versus applying through that. There's no okay. difference. It goes through the same process, um, which I keep trying to tell people my DMs like that's really a lot of that. It's okay. I feel you on that. Yeah. <laughs> Just so many DMs. They're like, I imagine. Or like people say, um, I remember when it first started like, being really what it was and I didn't have as many followers but I was still verified I'll get messages being like how are you verified <laughs> or like uh, I get that on TikTok all of my comments are like why are you verified and I'm like I don't know man like leave me alone <laughs> yeah you know I mean the thing it's it's so interesting people focus on it so much and it's great I mean there's there's the good and bad right it's great because you know people know it's the authentic person and it's a really good thing but people put too much value on it. And that is where I think Stressful. people need to take a deep breath and really remember that the goal is to make sure you you know that you found the right account 
and the right person and you know that's who, who that's representing. Yeah, totally. I feel like you brought up um, Rihanna, which, and I know that you like Housewives, but Rihanna's like a huge Housewives fan and has uh, been Erica Jane in the show. Erica week. Jane. Also, Everything. I was watching Karen Huger, who has like two hundred thousand followers. She's on Real Housewives of Potomac. Ladam, yes, obviously. yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> She was doing an Instagram live talking about Giselle. There's like 500 people in her live at the time. And Bad Gal Riri comments like, I love you, Karen. Giselle's a, a monster or whatever. And I was like, Rihanna is just over here commenting. And because of the verification, like I've told people this and they're like, it's no way. I'm like, no, it is verified Rihanna commenting on Karen Huger's Instagram live. That's it. And this, this is the other thing. I mean, first of all, only on Instagram, right? Which is incredible <laughs> right. to see one. And the other thing that's been so magic about Instagram is it's actually the people. And you see these yes. authentic interactions. It's just unbelievable to see. It's so satisfying to me to see that. And, and that's a moment in, it, in itself. And like, I just, can we please get LaDom and uh, Bad Gal Riri to like do a co-live or something? I need to see that interview. I need to see that interaction. Oh, I would. Oh my God. From your mouth to God's ears. I mean, I'm just be... putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> Iconic. Um, this interview has gone by so quickly. I feel like so quick. I've really been has. enthralled. Um, but our last question would be: if you could give one bit of advice to anyone, maybe two attractive podcast hosts. I'm just thinking out loud. Um, to stand out, what is your advice to to stand out on a platform that the whole world is on? Yeah, I mean, we've talked a lot about it today, but focus on authenticity. That is the mm -hmm. first thing. Um, I think that's what people want. Once again, I'll get a lot of people that reach out and they'll say, here's my account. Um, uh, I really want to be big on Instagram and it's just a series of perfect photographs. And they're mm -hmm. trying to do that whole like influencer from five years ago thing. It's not where the world is. So be authentic. That's the first, and be like a little bit less produced. I think the second thing I would say is find your thing and find your hook on Instagram mm -hmm. and then build off of that. So, you know, you can, you can start out as a food influencer and then build off into travel or maybe comedy or whatever your things are and take your fan base along with you, but find that hook and start there. Um, and I think if you can blend those two things, you'll have a really good recipe for success. Ugh, totally. You're like speaking to my whole soul. Like you're my mentor from here on out. Like, love you. Um, I'm here anytime. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. You guys, make sure you guys are following Charles on Instagram. Where can they find you on Instagram? At Charles Porch on here Instagram. It's like a front porch. Yes, exactly. Uh Yes, yeah, so make sure you guys are following him. Hopefully he gave you all of the tips that you need to help start your own Instagram account because you don't have to be a Bachelor contestant to have followers. Um, but thank you again, Charles. And until next time, I'm Kay York City. And I'm Pat Carey Bradshaw. Bye. Bye. Betches.